Hey everyone, good morning. Big shout out to everyone um, there today representing King's Church. Um, it's an honor for me to be able to take some time and share with you, um, especially on a Sunday morning. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Thank, thankful to Richard and Judith for asking me. Um, so I'm going to jump in at my subject that I've been given. Um, I understand you're all in a series right now on the kingdom. So I was asked to look at healing in the life of Jesus and how much he was part of his kingdom message and kingdom function um, as being God's will on earth, bringing the kingdom, bringing the will. And also that in our commission, in the fact we are called to do exactly the same thing, lay hands on the sick and see them recover. So I want to stir your faith a little this morning about the kingdom and the aspect of healing in particular. So I want to read this verse to you, Isaiah chapter 9. Most of my readings, unless I say otherwise, are from the NIV, if you want to follow along. It says this, for, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This is the bit I want to draw attention to in particular. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Goes on to say, I finished the, the reading on the throne of David and over his kingdom. Um, to establish and uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time forward and forevermore the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall accomplish this. This is the great thing in the time in which we live in and down through the ages. Um, Jesus is on the throne. He's ruling, reigning, and he is all about his kingdom, his government, his peace increasing. There's going to be no end. So we have the privilege, as I'm sure you're aware in this series, that where we go, as sons and daughters of Jesus, therefore sons and daughters of the kingdom, we have the wonderful ability to bring the kingdom with us. And I'm sure other people have and will continue to tell you wonders about the kingdom. That's not my mandate today. I'm just focusing in, in particular on healing in the kingdom and the life of Jesus. Um, so there's so much that's increasing, even when the darkness seems to be getting darker, the light always gets lighter. And as I said, Jesus is on the throne and he's alive and healing as much today as he did when he was on the earth. So we have a part to play in that, which is exciting. And the other thing I love about, there's so many stories we could look at about Jesus. It's obvious he came to the earth um, someone once said he put a face on God in other words I'm here so basically everything he did everything he said because the word tells us he only did and said what he heard and saw the father doing was to manifest and extend his government or his kingdom his rule his sovereignty on earth and as, as you know in this series that touches so many things but concerning healing it's clear when you read the gospels everywhere Jesus went um, it was the anointing on him. He's been sent to proclaim freedom for the captives, um, heal those who are bound. And so Jesus did it everywhere he went. And we could look at so many stories. But again, today, because of the time we have, I'm just going to pick one. And I'm picking it because I love the fact it's creative. And this is found in John chapter 9. And it says this. Jesus was talking and he said, as long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. So he's talking about the works. He's talking about us in daytime and he's talking about, um, you know, doing this now, as long as it's time, as long as it's the season. And today is always the day of salvation. And today is always a great day to get healed um, and to understand God is a healing God. And he wants to do it just like Jesus did when he was here, still doing it, but through us now, which is amazing. Anyway, goes on to see, say night is coming when no one can work. While I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, and this is a bit in particular I want to draw your attention to, he spit on the ground. This is brilliant. I would love to have seen this. 
spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and he put it in the man's eyes. And he said, said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. And it's a great story, but I just love the fact, and this is what I'd like to highlight in what I'm talking about today, is the fun and creative aspect of ministering generally in the kingdom. Sharing your faith can be fun um, and creative, and it should be, because sons of God are led by the Spirit of God, and the Holy Spirit is far more creative than we often give him credit through our lives for. And so when it comes to healing, um, obviously God wants to heal, and he can heal anyway. So it's interesting to me that he chose, and again, bear in mind, Jesus only did what he saw the Father doing, and only spoke what he heard the Father say. And therefore, in that moment of time, for Jesus to spit on the ground, make some mud, and put it in the guy's eyes, he saw the Father doing it. And I love this, the manifestation of healing. God could have healed, Jesus could have released healing anyway, sent a word, touched him, um, shadow, you know, something from him touching someone else could have healed them. And Jesus ministered so creatively, but this one I find fun. And so I just want to encourage you, as you're in the kingdom and we look at Jesus a bit more and we look at what the Bible says about the fact that we have the authority and the ability to flow in healing. But um, in doing all that, and um, it's just God wants us to have fun. He's very, very creative. So I, I love this story. and I, I love it when it happens. Um, you know, as I said, sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And sometimes the Holy Spirit will prompt you to do something very, very unusual to release the kingdom and release healing. I remember years ago, I've been in a meeting in Kenosha in a friend's church. And I preached, can't remember what I was preaching on, but we made some calls for words of knowledge at the end. And I called out a word of knowledge for someone that had no feeling in one of their legs. I can't remember which one. And um, so I had everyone line up. It was a funny shaped building, so I couldn't have people line at the front. So I had them line up down the center aisle um, with enough room for me to get in and out and pray. And I remember that day um, very clearly for lots of reasons. One, the speed of the healings, everybody that was getting healed. But there was this one guy in particular, which I just referenced, and I, I called the word of knowledge. And when I went down the aisle past him, I felt the Holy Spirit say, just kick him in the leg. And I did not know that this guy was responding to the word of knowledge about no feeling in his leg. So as I went past him, I just kicked him. Um, you've got to know it's the voice of God if you're going to kick or punch or spit on anyone. But I did because I just saw that's what the father wanted to do. Anyway, he screamed the top of his um, voice and fell to the ground. And so I thought, carried on uh, ministering. We had a great time of healing right across the board that day. It was, it was a powerful meeting. But at the end of the meeting, this guy came forward and he said, listen, and he showed me his leg. He said, the reason I was screaming, he said, I've had no feeling in whichever one of his legs it was for, I think it was like five years. It was a long period of time because of a motorcycle, motorcycle accident. And one of his party tricks was, because he had no feeling in that leg, he'd stub out cigarettes and matches and he'd let other people do it on his leg and he couldn't feel anything. But then what happened when the power of God hit him and I kicked him and the Holy Ghost came on him and manifested the healing, um, all the feeling instantly came back into his legs. So we could feel all the burns that had happened. And so sometimes when people scream when they go down, it's interesting to find out why when you hear their story. But for on this one, it was just so much fun. Um, and again, you can't develop a practice and a doctrine around how things manifest. 
Um, and Jesus didn't do that because he did it so creatively. But there, there seemed to be ease and a freedom and a flow with Jesus as he did it. And I believe that's what he wants for us. So I want to encourage you. The kingdom is a place of fun, righteousness, peace and joy. Joy in the Holy Ghost. So I believe God wants us to have fun as we go around just extending his kingdom and releasing life. Whether you lay hands on someone, whether you spit on them, whether you send a word, whether you kick them, blow on them. Whatever the Holy Spirit shows you to do, just um, get a mindset and get adopted to the fact that you can release healing just like that. If you believe that God uh, can do what he says he can do. Anyway, that was creative. Um, let me just read a few scriptures to you. It says this, but if I drive out demons, this is Luke 11 verse 20 in the NIV, by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. It says it this way in the Passion Translation, which I'm really enjoying at the moment. It says, yet I am, send, I am casting out demons by the might, sorry, let me start again. Yet if I am casting out demons by God's mighty power, so some translations say the finger of God, some say the power of God. It says God's kingdom realm is now released upon you, but you still rejected it. Um, and the reason I'm tying these scriptures in, the kingdom comes, it says here, by the finger of God or by the power of God, that he is driving out demons. I find often, not always and not all the time, but often there's a demonic link to sickness and that manifestation in someone's body. And again, we haven't got time to get into this, but we told we'd wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, power. Sometimes the sickness is a demonic attack, presence or something. And I'm not suggesting for a second the person's possessed. That's not what I'm saying. But Jesus went after um, the demonic in people. And sometimes, as I said, because it's, it's the nature of the enemy, he wants to steal, kill and destroy. And so, Often, it is dealing with spirit. It is addressing the issue. It is commanding the issue to come in line with God's word. We have to use the authority that we've been given. And so sometimes you have to bind up the strong man before you can plunder his house. And again, that's not a big deal. And some people shy away from this. But basically, if you're a son and daughter of God, we're all sons of God in that sense. And you have the authority of the name of Jesus. You have authority as a believer. There is nothing you face in life that if you listen to the spirit, you can't deal with. So as I said, sometimes you just re release creative miracles. Sometimes you've got to bind up the spirit um, and tell it to leave. I remember years ago, a friend of mine came into town. And I, again, I've got lots of stories like this that either I've been involved with or watched. But this was a very powerful one to me. Um, a friend of mine came into town. And in fact, I can tell you two stories here. I just remember another one with the same guy. First time he came in, he was in a meeting and he made an appeal for people who were controlled by habits. And this woman came forward, in, she was in the church, godly woman, spirit-filled, water baptized, loving God, serving God, but she was still gripped um, with this addiction to nicotine and cigarettes. And she was on, I believe it was about 40 a day. And she felt so bad. And it wasn't just the smoking, it was the knock-on effect of what that did to her. She always felt like a second-class believer, although there's obviously no such thing. Anyway, again, long story short, we were in a meeting. She came forward for prayer. My friend looked at her and said, I'm coming after you. This Words to this effect, this is gonna stop today. And she went, all right. And he said, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to you. And he pointed behind her. Now, afterwards in dialogue, he just saw a spirit that was on her life 
and he said, I'm coming after you. He's speaking to the spirit, not to the individual, and says, I take authority over you in the name of Jesus. I break your hold and the patterns on this woman's life in Jesus' name. The lady at the time hit the ground, got up, totally delivered. This was about 15 years ago, and still to this day has not smoked a cigarette. Um, which is fantastic. Again, just a small little story, but to her, it was amazing. But there was something gripping her life. And oftentimes in healings, that's what happens. And you've just got to use your authority and deal with it. Um, and Jesus, here's the brilliant thing. Jesus always gives authority. Luke chapter 10, verse 9, it says this. When he sent his disciples out, he said, heal the sick. In other words, it's part of the kingdom. It's part of the gospel. It's part of the apostolic nature of us as being sent ones into the world. As we go, tell them the kingdom of God is near you. Heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God is near you. NIV says that. I did look for another translation. It hasn't come up. But basically... I think it says the kingdom realm has come upon you. But it says, heal the sick um, that are there and tell them the kingdom of God has come near you or on you. And here's the great thing. Because we're extending in healing, when you heal the sick, you've really just extended the rule of God into that person because Jesus is lordship and finished work and the power of the blood and the cross um, has just had victory over this um, sickness. And there's deliverance and there's a release of the kingdom. So whenever you take round and sickness is dealt with, it really is establishing of the rule of Christ and his perfect will, his perfect kingdom in people's lives and therefore on the earth. And I'll read a few more verses for you. My time is going. I do want to respect it. Um, it says this, Matthew chapter 10. Basically, I'm saying here, we've got what it takes. It's the story. Um, sorry, I just read uh, no, I didn't. I just read Luke 10. It's Matthew 10. It's the story which you'll all be familiar with. And Jesus is saying to his disciples as he commissions them, he says, As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of God has come near you. And then in that context, he says this, Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, drive out demons, which you just talked about. Freely you've received, freely give. It's like you've got Christ in you the hope of glory. It's not about you. You just need to have the guts and the boldness to just step out and just release the kingdom by releasing healing and just watch what God can do. But you've got the goods inside you. I love the story in Acts chapter 3. You'll be familiar with it. It's the story of the beautiful gate when the cripple got healed. It's wonderful for many reasons. But I love what Peter says and when the whole thing is going on. Please read it later. Acts chapter 3. It basically says, Peter looked straight at him, as did John, and Peter said, look at us. Not look into the heavens, look at us. This is coming from us. Look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Watch this. Peter said, silver or gold I do not have. And watch this, and if you underline your Bibles, please underline this. It says, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. See, you can't give what you don't have. Christmas is coming up really soon and you can't give to your kids beyond what you have or you shouldn't go into debt or any of that stuff. But you give according to what you've got. Freely you've received, freely give. And I think we need, all believers need to chill out in the whole realm of healing. It's God's perfect will. Again, sometimes we have to fight. Sometimes if it's miracle dimension, the Bible talks about the gift of the working of miracles. Sometimes you've got to work the miracle 
but we need to just chill out and understand we've got everything we need inside us. We just got to release it because this story goes on. It says this, such as I have, I give you in the name of Jesus, because that's what he had of Nazareth, Nazareth walk and taking him by that right hand, he helped him up and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he sent with them, sent him on his way to the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. And so again, he's saying you, you know, he took him by the ankle, he was bold, he had to raise him up. So many things you could say about this. But my point today is this, look at us. And it's okay as you go through the world for people to look at you because you've got the answer if you're born again. Look at us. What I've got, I give you. And a simple prayer in the name of Jesus, stand up and walk. And he grabs him and lifts him. And that's an ease to which I believe God wants us to find um, a level in that healing, you know, it's, it's part of the kingdom. It's been given so we can release it. I think I'll stop there. I was going to talk a little bit about the power of testimony. Um, just telling people what God's done for you sometimes is enough. I'll finish with the story. I remember being in a meeting once and someone came forward. I think it was the same person that got healed of the cigarette addiction that I talked about earlier. Anyway, this person, this lady came forward in a meeting and shared a testimony of how she'd got healed of a hearing, a hearing problem in her right ear. And we shared in the testimony, and as the testimony shared, this visitor that had come with a lady, a young girl in the church, her boyfriend, he ran to the front of the building and said, I'm totally deaf in my left ear. And I think he was from birth, it was certainly a long time. Um, I just heard that story. I think Jesus can do it for me. So we prayed for him. Again, the power of God hit him. You don't have to fall down, by the way. It's just some of these stories involve people falling over because they get overwhelmed by the power of God when he touches their body. So this guy fell to the ground. We carried on. He was out cold for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. We carried on with him. He didn't do what we were doing. Anyway, he got up and he looked absolutely bewildered. Like, even to this day, it's like burnt in my in my imagination. I can remember um, this the look on this guy's face. Like, because then he said, I've been totally healed in my ear. I can hear and I've never been able to hear, oh, I haven't been able to hear like this since I was a child. I can't remember all the exact details. Um, but the look on his face. And um, again, it was power of a testimony. I can't even say I had faith for this guy. I didn't even know he was in the room. The testimony came. It, sh it sparked something in him that the Holy Ghost worked on. He ran to the front, asked for prayer, got prayed for, fell down. God worked on him, got up, totally healed. Um, and I think that's the mindset and the approach we need to have as kingdom people. We don't have to fight all the time and contend for healing. It's freely given. It was accomplished on the cross. It's in the f finished work of Christ. It is under the blood. It's under the power of the name. All that stuff. And there's an ease that God wants us to flow in as we move in healing. So Father, I thank you for your word today. Your word always accomplishes the purpose for which it was sent and it always is confirmed with signs following. So Father, I just pray by your spirit, you'd stir us today, this week, this month, this year, next year, that you'd stir us to just move in the spirit, respond to the promptings of the spirit and release your kingdom by releasing healing. Anoint us, give us boldness, come upon us and equip us to be a part of extending this of the increase of your government and peace, Lord, there will be no end. Hope that blesses you and encourages you. Go find some sick people, get your hands on them. 
or spit on them, just like Jesus. Anyway, have a great day. God bless you.